week's edition of the Wise Up Podcast. This is your host, Ezra Siddiqui. As a reminder, Wise Up is my platform to educate the Muslim and South Asian community about local Texas and national politics. You can find my podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, or hear them every Tuesday at 2 p.m. on Radio Azad. You can also follow me on all aspects of social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can check out my website, which is www.wiseuptx.com. Remember everyone, let's become educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. Today's podcast is called Credibility. I will be discussing the second presidential debate and the way we look at each other and deem if we're credible enough to talk about politics. So first, let's start with a little bit of the news of the week. So let's start with the biggest news that hit the media, which were the Trump tapes. As you all may have heard about his... Tapes, I guess it was from 11 years ago, where he made several lewd remarks about women that were exceptionally inappropriate. Uh, The media had a huge, I guess, like pandemonium situation going on with this story. And after um, Donald Trump was caught with this, he didn't really issue an apology. Like, he stated that he was sorry, but he liked to pinpoint the blame on Bill Clinton. And as I talk little bit later in this segment about how it seemed like Donald Trump, whenever he's blamed for something, he doesn't really have any adequate response. He goes, he turns it around and blames it on Hillary Clinton or her husband or even the Obama administration. So it's a pattern that we have continuously been seeing um, throughout this election season. There was an interesting op-ed I saw about it, and I'm just going to leave it at that for you all to ponder about is... You know, people seem very upset about these videos, but it's also very interesting that we support football and that we are really big into Kim Kardashian or the Kardashian family. And a lot of this has been about objectifying women or in football, you see a lot of players who are, have been, you know, abusing women. There's been a lot of domestic violence. So the person's opinion was, is, well, you guys are so shocked by Donald Trump and that he has been somehow elected to run for president. But is it really that shocking when we do support football, uh, when we are really after the Kim Kardashian clan and really into fashion or objectifying women? It's like we all do that in an implicit and way, but at the same time, maybe we're not. Is it really that surprising that this type of candidate has been um, elected to run for president? Um, I'm not saying that I agree with this statement. I just want you all to ponder about it. And maybe if you guys have any thoughts, I would love to hear them. You could um, message me on wiseuptx at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you thought about this opinion and about you know the Trump tapes. Moving on, um, the same day that the Trump tapes were issued, you also had WikiLeaks um, put out the scripts of the emails that Hillary Clinton had been doing with a lot of the banks. As you all may recall, we don't know what the entire transcript of her speeches were when she gave um, speeches with Goldman Sachs and several other um, big Wall Street companies. So it didn't seem... It seemed interesting to me because I thought the headlines, which is, you know, where they're baiting you, click baiting you basically to click on it, made it seem very negative. And then every article that I would read, it seemed that the headline was a little bit over-exaggerated, but the meat of the article was just discussing that um, she 
has kind of been consistent with everything that she's been saying. The one big inconsistency that she does have is with regards to trade. And as we all know in the debate, um, in the past two debates actually, Donald Trump has really hammered her on the TPP, it's Trans-Pacific Partnership uh, um, Trade Agreement. And, you know, previously she had stated that it was a gold standard, that it was great, and now she's backing down on that claim. But in those transcripts of those speeches, she is stating that she does like open trade and that she would want a much freer market and having more trade occurring. So um, I think because of the whole Trump tapes, this has kind of taken a back seat and hasn't really been discussed that much. I think it is something for y'all to read into and make your own assessments and own conclusions about it. Um, and remember, when you see a headline on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, make sure you click and actually read through the article before you share it. Because a lot of times, because of social media, they have started doing these like clickbaiting headlines and they're a lot of times very misleading. So I very much would like for you all when you share something or just read the headline of an article, don't take it for its face value. Make sure you click on the article and actually read through and understand what they're trying to say. And the other biggest headline is the hurricane that devastated Haiti, Hurricane Matthew, and also went through Florida. Haiti has lost at least a thousand lives. Um, if there's any way you all would be willing to donate, that would be awesome. Um, UNHCR is a really great organization to donate to. You can um, pick the country that you want to donate at. And I hope you all will take the time to give them a little bit of money because they're going to desperately, desperately, desperately need it. So please have them in your thoughts and prayers. All right, so let's get to the big juicy news of the week. So on Sunday, we heard the second presidential debate. And this is why I titled the podcast Credibility, because I was absolutely baffled at the fact that Donald Trump could just lie and lie and lie, like absolutely no credibility whatsoever. And, you know, his followers just were not checking in and realizing any of this stuff or fact-checking any of this. And then on top of that, they have the audacity to sit there and say Hillary Clinton's a liar. I just want to clarify all politicians are liar, liars, every single one of them. It's It happens because you have so many different types of people that you're trying to please. And I'm not trying to justify it. I'm just saying it happens. Anyways, I was absolutely appalled with... Um, Donald Trump more than usual. To be very honest, I was just baffled at the fact that he would talk about putting Hillary Clinton in jail if he were to become president. That has never happened before. But then again, this election is completely unprecedented. Um, he didn't. He didn't really talk about any policy issues. And again, I will also blame the moderators because, while I do understand and realize that the video that was leaked. Um, had some importance at the same time it's not really talking about policy issues and when I'm talking about credibility I also believe that the media is not very credible anymore because they're sitting there reporting on these types of stories which yes is very important but you should also be focusing on the policy issues like what does Donald Trump think about education what does he think about health care what does he think about um, the environment what does he think about you know 
taxes and all those types of things. Those types of things are rarely ever focused on. And I really think that if you had a debate where you just plainly focus on policy between Donald Trump and Hillary, people would have a much better idea. All you're trying to do at this point is just kind of sift through all of this other media hoopla of information of, okay, emails, Benghazi, scandals, this video, and it doesn't give the media a very good um, vibe. Anyways, I kind of went off on a tangent. So, you know, they started off with that, and he basically was giving roundabout answers for it, bringing in ISIS, and a lot of things that really were not answering the question. He was really trying to um, distract from answering anything at all. He also felt like he could um, blame Hillary or her supporters or Bill Clinton for a lot of the things I guess he's done, or he will just turn it around and state that, oh yeah, I did do um, tax evasion, but at the same time, so do all of her donors, and they're way, way worse than I am. And it's interesting because he did blame Warren Buffett, and Warren Buffett came out yesterday stating that, no, that's completely not true, and he's also being audited by the IRS, and he has no issues at all um, to make them public, unlike Donald Trump. Um, but it's interesting to see if any of Donald Trump's supporters would, you know, take that into account at all. He also, um, discussed about repealing Obamacare and the health plan, but didn't really seem like he had a full thought out plan of what he intended to replace the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare with. Well, he didn't have really strong policy answers, I will say that his attack on Hillary was incredibly strong. And I think for those that are supporters of him, they'll be very happy about it. I think those who are undecided and really dislike Hillary, I think they could potentially be swayed over to vote for Donald Trump. I just want to point out that some of the lies that I found to be kind of amusing was, you know, how he talked about we're like so terrible right now that we're in the medieval times. I definitely don't think that's true at all. Um, I also thought it was interesting how he kept saying like ICE endorsed him, which is an Im immigration and custom enforcement agency, which is a federal agency. They can't really endorse anyone. Um, I thought it was funny that he talked about how Hillary Clinton's donors are rich, but not famous. And he doesn't want to name their names because he doesn't want to make them famous. Um, he talked about regretting his words with regards to the video and this locker room video, I do want to add that, you know, I thought he had the best words, so I don't understand how that situation could have happened when you have the best words. Um, he also discussed Hillary Clinton's um, time in the Senate and that she was unable to, like, enact all of this legislation without heeding the fact, okay, she's one senator. It's not like she can pass all of these bills all at once. And last but not least... Um, when they talk about the refugee crisis and with Aleppo, like he wants to become, I guess, friends with Putin, which is pretty much going against what his vice presidential candidate has said and thought, Pence. Um, I thought that was very weird. And he kept talking about how they're not being vetted properly. When if you talk to the you know, U.S. immigration, they tell you that it takes almost two years for them to be vetted and to be, for them to be able to come here. So they are vetted very, very well. Um, and finally, you had a 
Muslim woman who asked the question about Islamophobia and, you know, what both candidates entail to do about it. It didn't seem like Donald Trump was very open to Muslim people, and he kept talking about radical Islamic terror, um, which, you know, those three words have become a very contentious issue for Republicans, and they don't understand why Democrats aren't using that term. Then you had Hillary Clinton. I thought her response to this lady was really inadequate. I understand, like, that she talked about that we're, you know, we should be inclusive of Muslims and that we're not at war with Islam. But at the same time, you know, she talked about how American Muslims have to be the eyes and ears for, like, domestic terrorism. I do not understand this point at all whatsoever. I mean, are you expecting, like, the Russian Americans to figure out if Russia's hacking into our systems or if Russia is spying on us? Do you expect, like the Mexican-Americans to know which people are illegal and which people are not illegal. I mean, why has this sort of situation um, been put on us that we're supposed to figure it out? I don't understand that at all, and I found her answer to be completely inadequate. What she really needs to do, and actually what both candidates need to do, is to really talk about and focus on how Islamophobia is wrong, how much it's affected us, how much, you know, there have been violent crimes. We've had people that have been shot in, like, broad daylight and killed. Um, the mosques have been put on, like, set on fire. And not only that, but the Sikh and Hindu communities have also been detrimentally affected. Just recently, there's a Sikh individual who, you know, was driving and got pulled over and they, you know, through the window of his car and, like, cut his beard, and his finger may have to be amputated. He has a black eye. Um, just horrific situations. These are the types of things that need to be addressed in the presidential uh, debate that, yeah, we're going to stop that these things from happening. We're going to make sure that there's more protection for our communities, not something that, oh, we, you know, have to keep our ears and eyes open. That's, no, I'm sorry. And on top of that, we need to sit there and, you know, have this discussion about how much we contribute to society. I mean, as doctors, lawyers, engineers, so many other, you know, occupations. I'm just getting really, really frustrated that both political parties have done a very terrible job of, you know, addressing Islamophobia and what the country needs to do as a whole to fix it. And I know a part of it has to do with the fact that we haven't done a great job becoming politically active and, you know, getting ourselves talking to our politicians. But still, I don't think that this is an excuse. I think at this point, like, you should have a better answer than this. And so I was pretty, like, disappointed with that. But overall, at the end of the day, um, you know, you have polls that said that Hillary Clinton won. And I think when it comes to policy matters, yeah, she did. She wasn't sitting there lying blatantly like Donald Trump did, but I do think he did a phenomenal job in attacking her, and I think this could possibly, you know, redeem him from the loss that he had in the pollings after the video was released. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the third debate goes, which is on October 19th. All right, so I brought up credibility as the title of this podcast, and I kind of want to delve into it about how it's affecting our day-to-day -day lives. I briefly touched um, about the media and its credibility, but I also want to discuss, you know, the politicians' credibility and how we've also been discussing politics, but sometimes are not considered credible, or we think that we're credible, but we're really not. Let's start with one example. 
So before the debate yesterday, you had Donald Trump um, inviting three women, or two women that um, had accused Bill Clinton of rape and another lady who really disliked Hillary Clinton from a previous um, criminal trial. And he really tried to discredit Hillary Clinton because of her husband. And I find this to be absolutely abhorrent. It is not fair to hold Hillary Clinton to this certain standard of what her husband did in the past. Her husband is not running for president anymore. We don't talk about Donald Trump's wife. You know, this offers no sort of credibility to the argument of Hillary Clinton and what she would be doing as president. I see several people posting about this, about what Bill Clinton has done, etc., etc. Bill and Hillary are two different people. They're not the same person. And when Bill Clinton was running for president, you didn't see them bashing what Hillary Clinton had done in her past. Furthermore, talking or diverting things that you have done in your past or that you're being accused of and stating to the, the other party or the opponent is the one that is worse also destroys your credibility. It doesn't prove or doesn't show that you're acknowledging that you may have done a failure, you may have made some mistakes. You are just blaming someone else for your problems. And that, again, shows no sort of credibility whatsoever. Donald Trump, time and time again, has shown that he has no credibility with the lies that he's stated and with the way he attacks Hillary Clinton and her family. Now that I'm showing this from the presidential candidate's perspective, I want to kind of pivot over to how we've been reacting to it. You know, all of us are kind of guilty of this. So we've gotten to a point where we just see a barrage of social media posts, whether you're on Twitter or Facebook and sometimes even Instagram, uh, talking about politics. And I just want to discuss with everyone to be mindful of certain things. Like, for example, when, you know, like I mentioned before, you see a headline um, make sure you read the article before you post it because if you're just posting it from a, the headline and not reading it, you also lose your sense of credibility because you're not understanding you know, the topics and what's being stated in the article. Not only that, there are several people who will talk about the scandals. And while I understand that, I want you all to, for a moment, forget everything scandalous-wise. Forget Benghazi, forget the emails, Forget about Donald Trump's videos and, you know, some of his remarks because we all know we can't erase all of them. Um, and and go to their websites and check out their policy issues. Check out what they think about education. You know, for they see South in South Asians, like, education is very important to us. Healthcare is very important to us. Islamophobia is important to us, like, combating it. Um, you know, the economy is exceptionally important to us and this country as a whole. Look at their policies, because if you're sitting there telling people, hey, I just, you know, I hate Donald Trump because of the stuff that he said, and while it's valid to an extent that he has some said some very ludicrous stuff, if you're not discussing the policy issues, that's what's really going to make the biggest impact for us as president, and whoever becomes president, and that's, that's what we also really need to focus on, and it's just so disappointing to me at the fact that the media has pivoted to this version that we're focusing on these scandals more than we are focusing on the policies. So I find it very interesting, you know, when I'll be discussing with people about politics and they'll say, oh, well, I really dislike Hillary. I dislike Trump, you know, because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh, well, have you read their policies? Have you gone to their website and see what they plan to do? Oh, no, I haven't. You lose credibility. 
Like, this does not make you someone that is a very informed voter. And in turn, you're probably not going to make the best decision when you vote for not even just president, but for your local candidates. So please attain your credibility and actually go in and wise up and read about these people. Because if you're just going off of what the media tells you or what other people are telling you and you're not reading it yourself, you're only going to harm yourself in the long run because you may vote for the wrong person. You may tell other people to vote for the wrong person and those people could institute really terrible ideas. Furthermore, please be open-minded. You know, many of your neighbors, they may be Republican. They may be Trump supporters. You know, you also may be Republican and you have many Democratic friends or people in the Green Party or Libertarians. Be open-minded because it's really not going to help if you only listen and look at your own viewpoints. It's only going to reiterate that. So it's always great to, you know, talk to other people about politics and different viewpoints. And that really strengthens your credibility when you make a decision because this way you've looked at so many different angles before coming to that decision and you've become a well-informed voter and that's very vital not only in this election but for every single election that you go into and last but not least you know I stated before that all politicians lie and I think people have come to this point where they think that a politician should come in and have a clean slate and have not done any wrongs or any of the mistakes. And I want to remind you all, I think, you know, we see that with President Obama, but he was in politics for a very short amount of time, um, you know, before he became president. So it was less likely that you would see a lot of mistakes. He basically and essentially came in with a clean slate. I don't think it's fair for you to expect that from a presidential candidate. I mean, both of them are close to 70 or even seven years old right now. And they have been in the public eye for an exceptionally long time. Have they both lied? Of course they have. But you should not think that they're both equally evil because they're not. And again, like I've stated, if you look at the policy issues, if you see and go through you know, what they intend to do, you'll realize that they have a big difference in policy issues. And not only that, but at least one candidate, while I did find Hillary Clinton's response about Islamophobia inadequate, at least she is discussing about Muslims that we're not at war with Islam, that you know we want to be inclusive. I mean, Donald Trump, on the other hand, is the complete opposite. So when you're stating that both um, candidates are equally evil, like I question your credibility. Because it's not like that. And you're not going to agree with Hillary on every single thing. And you're not going to find something that's completely perfect. No candidate is ever like that. So I hope you all will, you know, sit down and think and realize that these candidates are human beings. They're not some demigod or some god where they've made no mistake whatsoever. They're not allowed to make any mistakes. They're human, just like you and me. And they are capable and prone to making mistakes. Now, with all that being said, you know, should you criticize them when mistakes occur? Of course you should. Like, that's what a democracy is about. Your voice should be heard. And that's the same as, like, voting and reaching out to your representatives when you think a mistake is made. Holding them accountable is your responsibility to do so when a mistake occurs. So I sincerely hope you all will take all of this into account and realize that credibility has become a big issue in this election. Make sure you're not listening to just what the media and people tell you, that you are going to the, your candidates' websites, reading up on them, and understanding the issues. 
Make sure you also read articles before you post them. Don't just go based off of what the title says. It's what the media wants. They just want you to, you know, do clickbaiting. Just share it because that's how they make, you know, gain their sales. Keep an open mind when you're talking to other people about politics. And last but not least, please realize your candidate in any political office is not going to be perfect. They're going to make mistakes. So realize that. Just remember that you have to pick the candidate that you feel is reaching out to you, that is making the effort, and that you think will really um, cover a lot of the issues that you feel are very important to you and your community. And with that being said, I hope you all remember that today is the very last day to register to vote so that you can vote in November. Again, you can go to votetexas.gov and, you know, Fill out the form, print it out, and send it as long as it's postmarked October 11th. You will be able to vote on November 8th. Again, even if you're not a big fan of both presidential candidates, please don't forget that your local elections are still on the ballot. All of the Texas State House of Representatives are on there, and those are the ones that are going to make the biggest impact in your day-to-day life. So please, please, please go and register to vote. If you haven't done so yet, please do so today. All right, everyone, that is the segment for today, and we all know that we have less than a month away until election, so please continue to be reading up, wising up, and remember, everyone, let's become educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. Until next time.